I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. The following program is brought to you by your friends at Podcast One. Don't forget to download our new Podcast One app. In the age of online retail, buying a car should be no different. That's why Carvana invented a brand new way to buy a car that's 100% online. Without leaving the comfort of your couch, you can browse and buy from their selection of almost 20,000 cars. And once you've made a purchase, your car comes to you, delivered right to your door. Or you can pick it up from one of their coin-operated car vending machines. All of Carvana's cars come with a 7-day return policy ensuring you get a car that fits perfectly with your life. Not happy? Exchange it or return it for a full refund. And with its dedication to customer service, it's why hundreds of thousands of customers have ditched the dealership and given Carvana 4.7 stars in customer satisfaction. So check out the nation's fastest-growing auto retailer at Carvana.com. Napa know-how. This month, Napa's got all kinds of motor oil deals that can save you some serious cash, like a five-quart jug of Napa Full Synthetic Motor Oil for just $16.49. With savings like that, you may start feeling like a VIP, but don't let it go to your head. These oil deals are for everyone. Quality parts, helpful people. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. General states pricing. Sales prices not include applicable state local taxes or recycling fees. Offer ends 831.20. February is the month that means one thing to the entertainment industry. The biggest movie awards of the year. The 91st Academy Awards. And our good friends at betonline.ag can get you right in all the fun and action with the odds on who is going to win the biggest awards of the evening. How fun is that? Sign up today for a free account on betonline.ag and use the promo code PODCAST1, one word, to receive a 50% sign-up bonus. Yes, a 50% sign-up bonus. So, like, you know, there's best movie. There's, you know, Stars Born, Vice, Roma, Green Book. 
uh, Black Klansman, Black Panther, Bohemian Rhapsody. Do you want to bet on that? I know I do. I'm not, I, I like betting on things. And, and personally, when uh, I'm betting on something that I'm watching on television, it does make it much more interesting to watch on television. So I cannot recommend this enough. Use your mobile device today and sign up at betonline.ag using the promo code PODCAST1 for a 50% sign-up bonus. Just one word, PODCAST1. Also, you can try in-game live betting for all the fun action. Betonline.ag, your online sportsbook experts. It's that little Chico Pitbull, Mr. 305, better said Mr. Worldwide, and I'm here to tell you about my new podcast, From Negative to Positive, brought to you by my friends... Over at State Farm, I believe that to have success, you got to play the game so that the game doesn't play you. You know, the biggest risk you take is not taking one. It's very important that you make sure that you make the most out of your money, especially when it comes to insurance. State Farm offers surprisingly great rates. They have great agents standing by helping you personalize your coverage. All this is backed up by award-winning, easy-to-use technology. It's a great price with an even greater service. When you want the real deal, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. When was the last time you thought about your batteries? I mean, that's what they do, right? Stay unnoticed, unseen, shoved in a battery compartment, and click, your stuff works. But you're going to be thinking about this one. Duracell Optimum, the battery that can make your devices work even better than Copper Top. Toothbrushes, faster. Screwdrivers, faster. RC cars, yeah, an upgrade without upgrading. So just this one time, do you and your devices a favor and upgrade to the power of Duracell Optimum. ProWrestlingSheet.com Welcome everybody to a brand new episode of The Raw Recap brought to you by The Pro Wrestling Sheet. I am your host, John Roca, joined as always by the CEO of The Pro Wrestling Sheet, Ryan Satin. How are you, brother? I'm doing good. Yeah. I am, uh, yeah, no, I, uh, it's funny. Sometimes it's fun watching everyone freak the hell out over stuff. <laughs> it really is. Like, when, you know, uh, when you're, le- when you're not as, uh, outraged at something that happens on social media, mm-hmm. it is, or something that, so the rest of social media is outraged about, or your friends, yeah. uh, coworkers. Uh, <laughs> oh. um, yeah, it is kind of fun to watch everyone freak out a little bit. So I've had an entertaining uh, night and morning. It's been kind of fun watching yeah. it. Well, you've also had Charlotte tweet you back about something. Like, what's what's that? Oh, she called you out. She said something you know, about your dad beard or no, bad beard. <laughs> my dad beard. Uh, no, yeah. For those of you guys who didn't see what she said, she said uh, it was really funny. She said, you weren't even going at her. I you know. just said that you, the pop for Becky Lynch is going to be insane at Raw. I said the pop Becky Lynch gets when she attacks Vince McMahon for suspending her will be monstrous. Yes. Can't wait. Um, and Charlotte quote tweeted it. I didn't tag her. I wasn't talking about Charlotte. Nope. Uh, she said in 2019, Karnak the Magnificent is a 30-year-old hipster with a bad beard and a website that doesn't load. Wow. Uh, well, what I'll, wow. I'll be honest with you, I took this as playful banter because you do. I I, I do. Okay. Yeah, I mean, look, there are a lot of things that people, you know, wrestlers like to mm-hmm. get mad. At, you know, they, they like to give shit to the wrestling media. Right. Um, at least it wasn't like Virgin in his parents' basement or something like that. Mm. It was like hipster with a beard that's getting too much traffic in one day. Yeah, I wonder why people are like Naya came at you for the sneezing. Con- oh, she made some kind of. Oh, but see, I didn't take that didn't one as a shot at me okay. either. All right, and maybe I'm. But they're quote tweeting you. There maybe, has to be a reason for that. Maybe I'm uh, naive here. Yeah, but 
the Nia Jax thing, like, I was comfortable with that because I didn't write anything about yeah. that incident so or about what Jerry Lawler had said. So despite being quote-tweeted and the one that was being quote-tweeted, um, I, yeah, I didn't take the Nia one as, like, a shot at me either. And if it was, it was unwarranted because yeah. I didn't write anything besides saying that it wasn't true. That's what I find weird. So whatever. And then the Charlotte one... I'll be honest with you, I really didn't take too much offense to it because, one, yeah, my site was having trouble <laughs> loading yeah. yesterday. I was having we – I were can getting, verify that. Yeah, we were having a big influx of traffic from a bunch of different stories, and, you know, I'm still working out the kinks of having – a um, you know, from moving – I didn't have a tech team before. Mm-hmm. It was me and a, a, um, a friend of mine named Frank Villardo who helped a lot with the site uh, before, prior to here. But now that I'm here, I'm still working on, right. uh, you know, the, some of the growing pains still of, of, of switching servers and stuff. And so, uh, yeah. I did have trouble loading yesterday, so she wasn't wrong there. It's um, not an echo. That means a lot of people want to come to your site. <laughs> yeah, so I didn't care too much. Um, it's good promotion for my site. She's got a million followers, she so does. it's good promotion. Yeah. Um, well, I don't know about good, but it's promotion for my site. And uh, at, at the end of the day, I don't think she actually dislikes me or anything like that. And also, like, <laughs> I would say... 90% of our audience has no idea who the hell Karnak is or whatever. So Yeah, that's a fair point. That's like the most dated that reference. That was an interesting thing to go back and pull out Karnak. <laughs> but, but honestly, I, I didn't take offense to it, and I wasn't trying to get into a back-and-forth thing because I didn't want him to look like I can't take a joke. I yeah. can take a joke. Like, it's it's not a big deal. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, I, a 30-year-old hipster isn't that big of an insult. Yeah, I, can't, I, I, can't, I don't know if this is part of the heel thing that she's doing. That's what I think it is. Yeah, because, I mean, she posted, like, oh, you guys are mad that I'm in WrestleMania or whatever, or I'm going to pull out JK as if I care what you guys think. She clearly cares what you guys think. Charlotte's one of the most sensitive wrestlers ever. And so, like, she said, I don't care what you guys think, and then her next tweet was quote-tweeting me. Yeah, exactly. So she does. So, so she but, does care what you but, think. But really, like, I, I didn't want to get it back and yeah. forth. Or I didn't take offense to it. I yeah. did think I laughed. It's fine. I Trust me. I would have taken much more offense to, like, there's harder shots she could have taken oh, at me, sure. and and my beard's not that bad. My hair's more bad than my beard right now. Go. I'm growing it out. The be- the hair sucks. I'm jealous of your beard. I can't grow a beard, so I'm jealous. <laughs> you of You can't the grow beard at all. No, not even at if you all. tried. Even I did try for six months. Nothing. You came. couldn't get the connectors in. No, or just couldn't. No, couldn't go. Nothing came here but like splotches. Really? And then this can grow out, and this can grow out, but I look like a child predator, so I don't. <laughs> I don't like to grow it out. I showed it to my girlfriend over the weekend because I found an old picture as we were cleaning stuff up. And I was like, look at this. This is what could have been what you found. How long ago like. was that, though? Ten years ago? I bet you can try. How, how, I don't know how old you are in air, but mm-hmm. like. <laughs> 9,000 years old. <laughs> but uh, yeah. I feel like you could pull it off. I yeah. bet you, I bet I you it would come in. I bet you it would. You have to do it once. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. the thing. You have to get it in once okay. and then it'll grow back. Like you have to literally like shave this spot multiple times oh. to get the con- – at least I did okay. – to get the connectors to kind of like start to grow back there and there stuff. I don't know. That was me. But uh, right, yeah, good to know. She had messed my hair. I would have understood that yeah, much more. Beer's not that bad. I guess so. Well, the whole reason we're even talking about this is because of how Raw started out last night. That was the McMahons coming out, talking all this stuff. That would be Triple H and Stephanie talking all this stuff. Then the man came out. They have a conference conversation. Uh, it got a bit heated. She was tr- – they were trying to tell her, look, you go to WrestleMania. Your knee's been cleared. You're fine. We just need you to tell us that you're sorry for the things that you did. That's it. Uh, Becky had a, got a few shots in at Stephanie's expense about her swelling going down and the Triple H as well. And then her and Triple H got in facially got into, which I thought was really awesome. And lets you know where Becky Lynch is on the ladder, in my opinion. Uh, and then eventually it was like, well, you got to apologize 
Let us know by the end of the night. And they left the ring. Did you like this exchange? I loved this exchange. Yeah. I thought this exchange was great. Um, it's partly why, and we're going to discuss that in more detail, obviously, but it's partly why I loved, I enjoyed, I shouldn't say loved, I enjoyed the segment that ended yeah. the, the show. I, I enjoyed the segment. I don't know if I enjoyed oh, the, you, the, the beginning and the end. You mean? Yeah, yeah like, okay. I liked that they had As you on whole. this high at the beginning. They're like, "Yeah, Becky, she's doing it." And then at the end, they just like crushed you down. Yeah. Like, I like, I like when you go on waves like that. So I like that it was like they had everyone on this, like, "Yeah, mm-hmm. we're getting what we want," and everyone's like, "Yeah, wrestling's great," you know. Wait, and 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 I had a feeling they were gonna drop it oh, on them course. later. And so uh, something was gonna happen. Something it was too. It was too. It was too easy. Too easy. Uh, and and, and uh, you know. I, I like the segment. I even liked that Becky made it. Becky made it. Um, it was a little real. Yeah, I, I, was, I was trying to think of the right yeah. way of wording that, but I like that it was like you know because as a person I go just as a person, not yeah. like look at character thing. As a person I go, well, apologizing for being like a dick to someone isn't that bad. Well, like, she wasn't a dick. Well, she did hit her bosses. Well, they were jerks. But that's what I'm saying. Like to be fair, <laughs> in a in a in the real world environment, I'd go. Yeah. Like she punched her boss in the face, or slapped her boss in the face. Like she probably say sorry. You could argue that she did overreact to the situation in terms of like, and and of course the storylines. We're not saying actually overreacted. Like because she uh, she wouldn't go to the doctor because she's personally afraid that if she goes to the doctor, they're going to try to screw her over and keep her out of WrestleMania. But if you sign the contract that this is the procedure with which that you can wrestle, you kind of have to follow the rules. (laughs) You can't really punch the boss because you can't. You don't want to follow the rules. And I think that's why people are cheering for. I mean, that's obviously because they're doing the things that you wish you could do. You know? Yeah. Although I don't want to punch my boss. I don't like Mark. Yeah, me too. But but uh but, but there have been bosses. There have been the bosses I would like to punch in the face, yes. Oh Rick, yes. <laughs> I don't want to cuss, but yes. Um so so I I, I overall I really, really enjoyed this segment. Yeah. I think that it like that it really made Becky Lynch look like a star. Um mm-hmm. it really did start to play her up as the Daniel Bryan of this scenario. Yep. yep. Uh moving almost away from Stone Cold and much more into the Daniel Bryan territory of like the authority wants to take away her opportunity, yeah. and she's not letting them. That's kind of the basis of the Daniel Bryan stuff, and I, I, I'm into it. Right, the Daniel Bryan slash CM Punk stuff, because her going at Stephanie saying, your family has screwed people over left and right, blah, yep. blah, blah, is essentially what uh, Punk said to Vince when he had that pipe bomb uh, promo that he did, uh, or mine, what do they call it, mind bomb promo? No, pipe, what, pipe, pipe bombs, bomb, right? promo, yeah. Uh, and so that that I remember, and so this to see this coming out this way, and, and Becky Carr, look, Becky's been making these things work. These oh, yeah. segments work because Becky does not look like she is You checking the boxes. It looks very real and organic and all that. And she carries these segments. Yeah, and going toe-to-toe with Triple H, who is a master on the mic and master in the promos, is fantastic. But Triple H, certainly. Yeah, you know, absolutely. I, I completely agree. In 72, I mean, like, mm. 70 be like, hey, we apologized. Yeah, yeah. We apologized. You know, like, they, they played... Everyone played their yeah, role perfectly sure, here. Sure, They did play their role. Uh, all right, so we'll, we'll, and we'll talk about what yeah. happens at the end of the yeah. show when we get to it. But let, let's move on to the six-woman tag team match, which I absolutely really enjoyed. Yeah. The, Sasha Banks and Bailey versus the Riot Squad, Tamina Snuka and Nia Jax. I saw some people acting like they didn't like the first – the match was kind of long. So first, like, 40 minutes of Raw, something like that probably, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I saw a lot of people say they didn't like the first 40 minutes of Raw – um, and there are things I did not enjoy in this episode of Raw. Right. But this first 40 minutes was not part of it. I nope. felt like, you know, 
they needed to put some extra oomph to the women's elimination yep. chamber uh, on the raw side of things since they're not going. You know, a lot of these women aren't going to be on the on Smack. They're not going right, to SmackDown this right. week. They needed to get a little of the, you know, to, to to get some more uh, juice in that match. Mm-hmm. So I liked it. Um, I liked the way they played. Um, you know, I liked the opening where Sasha slapped Nia and then tagged out Liv Morgan. Yeah. Um, I thought it was weird to take Sasha out during the commercial break. Yeah, this is the second week in a row now where it's been Bailey kind of carrying it's, that team. It's because she's dealing with an injury. She really is, though. She is dealing with an injury. Okay, but she's being thrown against walls and shit like that. It's kind of nervous. It's kind of scary. It's From what I've heard, it's not like a serious thing. Oh, okay, it's more okay. something like... They're just playing it up, but they know she's limited. Correct. Okay, okay. That's the vibe I well, get. That's fair. It's not that she's like not cleared, clearly. Right. But they're making it believable within the matches. Correct. Her, her injuries. Right? And it's kind of helping the Bailey sasha stuff right. a little bit, like right. uh, making them like more of the underdogs yes. and stuff like Agreed. that. So I like, and I also think it leads into more of what I was saying, that they're not going to be the first women's tag team champions. Okay. That that's gonna, They're going to win it at WrestleMania. That's my guess. Okay. That, that it's going to be Nia and Tamina, especially after watching this match. Yeah. I was like, it's going to be Nia and Tamina who win it in some dick way that everyone's pissed off about. And similar to the troll, WWE is all about trolling right yeah, now. Yeah, so yeah. I feel like they're going to troll everyone there until they finally win the titles at WrestleMania. So I, I like they're playing up that a little bit here. Um, what do you think changed, though, Ryan? What do you mean? Well, because in the past, and, and me having watched wrestling for quite some time now, in the past, you would be disappointed by a result. And you'd be frustrated. But then you'd be like, all right, I'm tuning in next week, see what happens. I'm, I'm on board with this underdog fighting against the system. Now people get, like, supremely upset about shit and go to Twitter, go do whatever. Like, I get it. I, You know, the, the, the Becky Lee, I have my own issues about that. But this, there are people who are just, like, they see this and they're just like, oh, no, not Nia and Timmy. That's just, boy, I don't want to. But then they forget, like, there's a whole storyline here that's playing out for a reason, you know. And so I want you to remember that, though, yeah, when, I will. We, when I will. we discuss Charlotte yeah. at the end of I this will. episode. I will, because there's a right way to do it and a wrong. <laughs> way to do it <laughs> so, he just realized he's like shit no, i shouldn't I have said that damn I it. Before I said it. uh but look this is this is what i i found that and so i if, they, if it is uh naya and tamina at the end who win this thing at the elimination chamber and then at wrestlemania sasha and bailey win it's a better victory for them than win at wrestlemania so it makes sense storyline wise and it's i Dana, like this it was Daniel bryan it was yeah, the Daniel bryan right. thing man changed honestly everything it changed everything yep. like daniel bryan when the fans were like wait a second we can have a voice we can have a voice a, like legitimate voice Voice? We just got to complain all the time yeah. or do the opposite of what they want. Yeah. And it has kind of created this weird disconnect when you watch TV mm-hmm. now mm-hmm. Um, that has kind of been counter-effective in a certain way. Because right. um, the face can't win all the time or else no. you have no story. They have no conflict. And also I feel like, you know, um, yeah, like you need the – yeah, exactly. You need that conflict. Right, like, right. Like there, there are things that need to happen like that, which is why I don't hate what happened at the end of the show as much. But – but yes, I think that the 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 extreme the the extreme outrage has caused WWE to become trolls yeah, in yeah, that yeah. regard. Like that's why they're doing the Charlotte thing that we're going to talk about it's at the combative. end. Is it's like okay, well, we're going to trend on social media and be what everybody is talking about. Yeah. If we just piss them the hell off, yeah. we literally just make them so mad that they have to tune in so that they can continue their outrage. That seems to be the vibe now these days, which is yeah. as opposed to like people being like, oh, I didn't like that. Let's see what they do next week. It's instead of like, oh, I like that I'm canceling the network and I hate this man. <laughs> Everybody should die. Triple H doesn't know what he's talking about. And you're like, well, guys, it's part of a storyline, yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah. Like, and so, yeah, I agree. Um, They're walking a tightrope. They are. It's an interesting tightrope to walk because, like, you're right. They could stop tuning in like it happened in the 90s. People got bored of it and the Attitude Era had to come in and save the WWE from the WCW. 
The same thing has been threatening has been threatened to happen over the last maybe 15 years. There have been pockets where you're like, oh, their ratings are going down. But this is a, taking the more combative route is an interesting decision rather than laying down, letting happen or trying to make changes, which they are doing. This is more a, a, a company wide thing where they're trying to be more combative to get people to keep watching every week or hate watching. Agreed. Week. Yeah. And I, I do think at a certain point that is. Uh Counteractive to what yeah, you want to do. Yeah, it will run out. Yeah. The steam will run out of that, and then people legitimately stop tuning in, and that's bad. That's kind of like my girlfriend with The Bachelor. You know, like oh, my right, girlfriend yeah. hate watches. Well, she actually enjoys it, but like we'll hate watch The Bachelor. <laughs> yeah. You know, like we'll talk shit the whole time, making fun of things. Right. But then, like when you don't give us like that thing to talk shit about or to make fun of, and then I'm just like, well, I actually, I'm actually not enjoying this right, now. Right. And then you're like actually just like hating it and watching it, not hate watching it. Right. Like, I don't know. It, it becomes it, it does become counteractive at a certain point, although. I don't think there's anything that really happened on this show that will cause people to not tune in yeah, to no, WWE going I forward. I agree with that. Even and, the Charlotte thing. And this match, look, if for people who are complaining about this match, this is equality. Okay? A six-woman tag match that you may not have liked is equality because there are multiple six-man male matches that I've watched that have annoy, annoyed me to tears on Raw. So this is a, So even if people don't like it, it still works, and I was happy to watch this match because I think everyone got showcased well. There were a lot of great moments, good spots, all that kind of jazz throughout the whole match. And I like the way, and I like that Bailey almost pulled this out. I love what they're doing with Bailey now, and yet they still pushed, found time to push the Nia Tamina thing and the Sarah Logan Liv Morgan thing. You move them, you move them even clo- further up the the ladder in a way with what they were able to do. So the, overall, this match worked for me. Yeah. Uh- you know, it's funny that you say that because when I watched it the first time, I thought to myself, you know, it was a little bit too long. And then I kind of cl- I watch I rewatched a little bit mm. uh, here in the office this morning, and I thought the exact same thing was of I thought to myself, I shouldn't complain about this being long because this is just what we get with the guys matches all the time. Exactly. So like it's it makes sense. It for- makes sense. It helps. It's what we should be. It's what they should be doing. Yeah. Like having equal time for everyone and stuff. So yeah, I. I thought the same thing. I was like, oh, yeah, good. Good that they have this going on. I mean, exactly. if they're going to have a women's tag division, they have to have it be like the men's tag yeah. division. So, and yeah. for equality, it has to happen that way, you know? Uh, all right, well, let's move on to Elias and the Lucha House Party, which was a super weird and uh, interesting, I guess. I don't know what <laughs> they're doing. I, I don't know what they're doing with Elias. So this is like watching a slow train wreck over and over, week to week, because I didn't like this segment at all. And, and it didn't progress any of the Jim Jarrett stuff nope. that they had been doing the past couple weeks. Nope. I was confused by that. Yeah. Well, why would Lucha swing in the thing? Why were they trying to sing a song? Like, And then getting hit in the back of that, and then Elias runs off. So Elias is obviously healed now fully. As we saw last week, it's continuing now this route. What are they doing with him other than using him as filler? I also thought the thing they did begin in the beginning this was very confusing, and oh. I understand what the point was, but right. I feel like they didn't. I don't know. It just seemed like it, almost, it felt like a mistake when they were like they were like, "Ladies and gentlemen, Elias," yeah. and then it cut to a backstage segment right. after his uh, guitar, and then he came. They came back to him, and it was like, "Ladies and gentlemen, Elias," and he did the guitar oh. thing, and then it cut to that backstage the the vignette on Seth Rollins, right. and, and then it was like. Ladies and gentlemen, Elias, and then Lucha House Party. And at that point, I was like, oh, those weren't mistakes. Right. That was supposed to show that he keeps getting interrupted. But, like, it looked like a mistake when you watched yeah, it. it did. And, like, I was like, I'm pretty sure this wasn't a mistake, but it looked like one. Yeah. Um, the Lucha House Party stuff, you know, you and I have talked about this, how much we dislike. Yeah. You know, I just, I just, hate, when I was watching this, I was thinking to myself, this is how Grand Metal League finally speaks on TV. Like, and I also, I just, and I, and I hate to, like, kind of, like, 
be a broken record here, but like, I was just like, man, like this is eighty shit in yeah, two thousand nineteen. I really felt, and I like Lucha House Party, like the wrestlers. Let them wrestle, man. And and I and I even think Kalisto's an entertaining guy, like on the microphone when, when yeah. they give him a chance. But I just thought to myself, like. Like, what is the point of this? Yeah, this isn't a storyline issue. This is a presentation issue. Yeah. And it's frustrating overall because these guys are fantastic wrestlers, and they should be allowed to talk on the mic and do whatever they do on the mic and let people enjoy them for their abilities and their fun. This storyline does nothing for them, and this moment, this scene does nothing for them. And I don't understand who gains from this yeah, like, or what, no. who, who this is supposed to help. Like, does it really make Elias more hated? Mm-hmm. No. Right. Does it make Lucha House Party more liked? Not really. Is it entertaining to watch? Not necessarily. Right. So I didn't understand, like, all around what the point of this segment was, really. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that was my main problem with it. And then it was like, well, it also, like, I thought there was going to be some involvement of, like, Jeff Jarrett and Rodog here since that's what they've mm-hmm. been uh, you know, doing the past couple weeks, but then they didn't. Right. So I'm like, are they just done with that? Yeah, maybe the fans were enough to kind of kill that. I don't know. Like, I assume they were going to do like on the pre-show or something, mm-hmm. like a, a match between Jeff Jarrett and and Elias again or something like that. Right. I don't know. I, I yeah, I didn't enjoy this segment. I didn't think it. I I just didn't think it progressed anything. Yeah. I just you know I just thought it was kind of like lame. The song was lame. The mm-hmm. The segment was lame. I agree. I agree. The segment was lame. Uh, well, we move on. Finn Balor versus Drew McIntyre. Uh, Wait, I, before I, that? Sure. What, what, do you want to talk about vignettes or something? the vignette? The Kevin Owens thing? Yeah, sure. Was Kevin, that before this? I think so, yeah, I think sure. it was. Yeah, yeah. What you think of that? He was bowling or whatever, and he, <laughs> yeah. he messed it. I don't know. I think it felt like a face promo to me. It did feel like a face promo. So I wonder if that's what they're doing to make it feel like, oh, he's coming back, and this is the way he's coming back, and so this is how you're going to enjoy him. I don't know. But, I mean, it was nice to see Kevin, and him bowling that uh, gutter ball was funny, and so... I don't know if that's on purpose. I don't know what's going on, but I, I enjoy having Kevin back in the mix. I, it's funny. I thought they were going to go like the Mr. Perfect route when he was going for the the. Oh when right. When he was throwing the bowling ball, uh, I was like, oh, he probably shot this bunch of times. And then when it turned right into the gutter, I liked it with the opposite way of like anti Mr. Perfect. But yeah, um, yeah I like this segment actually. Mm-hmm. Um, I liked his little promo. I thought it was a good way to kind of like get excitement back to Kevin Owens a little bit. Right. Um, this must mean what's-his-face is coming back, right? Sammy? Yeah. Are um, close? Probably. Yeah. Um, I feel like they're both going to be on the Raw or SmackDown after WrestleMania. They'll That's be my guess. Teams. They'll be tag team champs. I could see that. Yeah. Um, That's what I think. Although, I feel like they might be split apart again. I feel like they might be split apart again. I don't know why I just had that okay. feeling. I don't know for sure. I yeah, just had no, that no. feeling. I hear you. In like the brand split. Put water, just split them up again. Because I feel like I, I like them as a pair too. Oh, they're great. Yeah, they're great as a pair. Especially as a heel pair. But yes. I almost wonder if they're going to make Sammy a face again. Yeah. I could see that. Yeah, Sammy Because he's going to get a big pop when he comes back. And they could easily just pretend he was never mean. He already played the heel with uh, Lashley. Yeah. So this would be a better route. Yeah. yeah. Um, oh, yeah. And he get like his comeuppance on Lashley's a good yeah. guy. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah. I, I, I like the promo. Um I saw some people being like, oh, it makes him look unathletic or something like that. I was like, who cares? Come on. You know, like, yeah. whatever. Uh, I like to see those people who are commenting <laughs> about unathletic. I want to take a picture of you. I was wondering, though, and this is just a minor wonder in my mind, of, you know, they in the video, he's um, bowling with two guys who just got signed to NXT. Oh. Um, okay. They're like sitting there with him. I was wondering if he's if they're gonna like they're they're Canadian dudes too. I'm one, I was almost oh. wondering if he's gonna have like his own little lackeys or something like that. That works instead of Sami Zayn. Yeah, I don't know that, but I mean, I did think that was interesting placement of like having those two guys in the footage randomly. It could just be a very random thing. He's friends with them. But. If, you, if you rolled in NXT for a little bit, would that bother you as managing these guys? Kevin Owens? Yeah. Oh no, it's a step down, huh? Well, I mean, 
going back down to NXT is, I don't know, like a step down necessarily. Right. But like, I don't think Kevin Owens needs that. And yeah, it's not like he's fair. like it's not like he's a. Uh, um, yeah. out of options or he's uh, yeah. not interesting to watch or yeah, anything no, like that. T- t- totally, totally, yeah. totally. No, it'd be really silly to send Kevin Owens back okay. to NXT. It's, because it's, ch- it's, a, the, it's so chock full. True. I would love Kevin Owens Elias. That'd be a fun little uh, match to see what they, these two guys could do, what he could bring out of Elias. We've never had face Kevin Owens. Yeah. I would love to see face, face Kevin, Kevin Owens, Owens on the main roster. Because that Shania Twain video is hilarious. And <laughs> True. And so... He can play face when he wants to, even when he's joking around playing a heel. But like, but like Becky Lynch is the perfect example that oh, you yeah. can have like a, a, a rebellious face. Yeah, and absolutely. he can play that better than anyone. Oh yeah, totally. Uh, all right. So, what did you think of the Balor McIntyre match? Um, it was long as well. It was. It was long. Um, it was kind of muddled, is what I would say. It okay, felt muddled. Leo and then uh, Lashley and then uh, McIntyre and all this kind of stuff. I didn't feel like. You got to, a good sense of what Balor, uh, like showcasing Balor in this. And I don't think you have to, but, you know, give him something. I also felt like, I, similar to the Elias thing, I don't really understand, like, who gained out of this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, and restarting the match was that, weird. That's more why, because it's like, I, I'm really not a fan of, like, the 50-50 stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, oh, Elias got the edge. No, I'm sorry, Lashley got the edge. No, he didn't. Finn Balor got the edge. Then it's like, well, now we're just literally, we just watched a 30-minute match, and we're back at the exact yeah. same point. That's Nothing progressed. We point. literally progressed a little bit, and then went right back to where we yeah, were. So yep. that's why when I watched it, I was just kind of like, you know, like, I didn't, yep. wasn't like, it was well wrestled. All the wrestling was good. I loved that spot when Kurt Angle put Leo in the ankle lock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Leo sold like a champ afterwards the rest of the match. Like even when he came in for that minute when they were deciding to restart the match. Yeah. And he like put pressure on his ankle for a second. You saw he like almost fell over because he put too much pressure on his ankle. And he was like, oh, oh, as they were going to commercials. So yeah. I, I like that. There was obviously there was good stuff in the match. I mean, these guys have all wrestled each other so many times yeah. recently that yeah. like. I wasn't expecting to see a bad match necessarily. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, it was exactly what I expected it to be. I thought Angle held his own. I think this is my favorite I've seen Angle uh, since he's kind of come back on this little thing. I thought he, he, he looked more in rhythm of the match than he did last week. I'm and I enjoyed that. S- I'm still of the belief that we're getting Kurt Angle versus Drew McIntyre at WrestleMania. Uh, I'm, yeah, it seems even more obvious now after right? this match, yeah. Like yeah. we're going to get Balor versus Lashley, mm-hmm. McIntyre versus Kurt Angle. Right. And Strowman is taking on Corbin at the Elimination Chamber, but I don't know where Corbin fits now. Yeah, I guess you're right. I was thinking last night, too, when I was watching it, that I could also see them go with Braun and Drew McIntyre, maybe. But I just feel like they put so much work into the Kurt Angle-Drew McIntyre thing at this point. It'd be kind of silly. Unless they're going to do a tag match, which I don't like. I hate. That's annoying. Yeah, I feel like that used to filler, boring yeah. match. There like, should be no filler matches at WrestleMania. No, and that's something that's a filler for sure. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. All right, let's move on. Uh, Nikki Cross taking on Ruby Riot. What did you think of this match? Uh, it wasn't a bad match or anything uh, like that. Not at no, all. No, it was a good match. No, they killed it. I more so was just kind of like, I hate... I just hate the way these call-ups have gone on. I really hate... except. Except for heavy machinery, right? Who I feel like they have done a good job with. Yes, um, even though they were absent this week. Um, Ironic that they would finally get a tag team call up, right? <laughs> right. Um, besides heavy machinery, though, these call ups have just been so wasted. Yeah, like it's like, oh, we're bringing all these people up for change, but like Nate Cross is losing now. Yeah, like how how do you build? This is like sanity. How do you build up her credibility, her power, her abilities if you? 
having her in these matches where she's constantly losing. Last week in the tag match, this week in the singles match, with Ruby, it was a good match. She yeah. gave her own. She gave as much as she got, but in the end, she lost the match. Yes, that's how I look at it. And I go, I think to myself, and it's similar to how you felt when the Riot Squad first came up. Of like, yeah, I, I, I think that when I'm when I'm seeing this stuff, I think to myself like, you know, the old way was like you'd get. Uh, you know, you're going to debut, and then you gain some credibility. Yeah, run, yeah. Yeah. Um, now it's almost like these people are debuting, and they're going to replace the people on the bottom. So those people that you've been trying, uh, you've been hoping were going to get a chance the past year, now they're going to get that chance. And you're like, yeah, but I want this person to get a yeah. chance too. Right. I didn't want them to replace the person who I wanted to get a chance on the bottom. And like, then you lift up the bottom people up. So it's it's essentially like all a, hanging yeah, around the bottom type of situation. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, what's the point of NXT? Isn't NXT the paying your dues area? Yeah. Like I so. That's what frustrated me a little bit about it. I agree. It. Great, it was a great match. Yeah. I just look at it and I go, Lacey Evans wasn't on the show. EC3, again, we're, again EC3 we're going to talk about. Uh, Nikki Cross loses. Heavy Machinery is not on the show. Yeah. Uh, you know, Unfortunately, Lars is not happening, it seems like, anymore. I thought we were making changes. Uh, we're in know, the second well, week of February. To be fair, though, okay, there were. I, I did start to notice some changes last night. Okay. I started to notice, you know, they have done this. I didn't say good changes. Okay. But, you know, I did notice that they're doing this new thing of, like, people coming to the ring while the other guy is still in the ring. Or woman is still oh, in the yeah, ring. Oh, yeah, yeah, So they have, like, a brief interaction. New thing. Uh, Charlie and the, the backstage interviewers, yeah. they're being a little more abrasive. Yeah. Um, and asking questions that you're actually thinking while watching the show. Right. A little bit of a change. Okay. Um, you know, they're, they're, they're injecting a few new people here and there. A little bit of a change. So there's... there's there's little bit, there's little changes being made here Agreed. and there. I'll give them the benefit of the doubt there, okay. um, but yeah, I just hate the way these call-ups have been have been mm-hmm. um, handled. Is, yeah. is, is, is EC3 next? Because yeah, I was yeah, real coming mad up, about yeah, that. Yeah, 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 coming up next. Uh, so this is yeah. I just I, I felt like and there was stuff going on backstage that was kind of taking a little bit of the the shine off of the match. Oh, that was the I forgot that was yeah. the other thing. I hated that it yeah. was like people were enjoying this match and then it like cuts away to Ronda and Becky and yeah. you go, oh wait. So the only reason they booked this match is so there was something going on for that cutaway. Yeah. And you're like, come on. Yeah. Like, this is a good match. I can disrespect them and the the pedigree that Ruby and Nikki have coming out of NXT to, like, interrupt their match. To have Ronda and Becky have a back and forth or Becky and uh, Alexa have their back and forth. And if I that. recall, it didn't even do, like, the, the nope. picture in picture. Nope. It went right to it cut. fully cut yeah. the whole thing. So you could hear them wrestling but not watch them. Yeah. I thought that was weird. That yeah, was a little strange. Yeah. These are the changes, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Seth Rollins came out, did his promo about Brock Lesnar. Hated it. Yeah, oh, I hated it. Like it. Okay, mm-hmm. go ahead and break it down. Tell me I you just felt like, like... Oh, f- <laughs> first it was weird. When you he tweeted said... about this. Which part? I saw you tweeted about this, didn't you? That like, le- first Ambrose. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, so, so first I thought it was weird that he said, I'll go to hell. And you're like, oh, okay, yeah, cool. I guess. Am I supposed to cheer for the guy who wants to sell his soul to the devil and yeah, to be go, champion, go to hell? Mm-hmm. Okay, um, so that was odd to me. Um, there was just a few odd lines in here that I didn't feel hit as hard as his other promo did, where it felt like it was from the heart. Yeah, you know the one where he was like, "Look, I'm a yeah, wrestling fan. Yeah, yeah. I've wanted this." Um, I got where they're going with it, of like, "Hey, I'll die for Raw." I got it. I just. With wrestler deaths, and so I don't need death talk. Like, you know, That's a I, good just, point, I just don't I need death that. talk. You know, like yeah, yeah. it's already a sensitive subject in wrestling. I don't know. Maybe that's just me. I could be a snowf- okay. sensitive snowflake here. I don't know. But I, I yeah, I just 
I didn't love the promo. Mm-hmm. I thought the like stomp thing like was like if I can stand, I can stomp. It's kind of cheesy in my opinion. Um and the Dean stuff just killed me. Yeah. The Dean stuff killed me. Like yeah. the fact that we have invested this whole months now mm-hmm. of this like Dean turns heel storyline where Dean turns heel on Seth after Roman goes away. Then they feud. Then Dean mocks Roman's cancer. Like, they've had, like, some deep shit go on between the two of them. And I get, like, brothers fight. He said some mean shit, though. Like, Rollins was like, I'm not going to forgive Dean Ambrose. Like, he said stuff like that. Like, he was real mad. So was he lying? Because the second Dean came out and was like, Slay the Beast. He was like, aw, thanks. But that's actually one of my biggest problems with Seth Rollins right now. I didn't even think about it until right now. Is that he gets all smiley when the people he hates compliment him. And you're like, I thought you hate that person. Why are you happy they're complimenting you? He did it with Triple H. Mm -hmm. He did it with Dean Ambrose now. And I'm like, those people said really mean things about you. I get that you beat them at the end of the day. But, like, there are people here who are like, not here in the office, but, like, in life. Where I have gotten into confrontations with them, and I wouldn't be like all oh, smiley and happy when they give me a compliment. I'd be like, oh, fuck that guy, you know. So, <laughs> so I, I, I think that's one of my biggest problems right now. When he came out and was just like, "Slay the beast," and says like, "Nah, that's just Dean. We're boys." Yeah. You're like, have you not been watching well, the show the past few months? Yeah, right. Well, and this is where I might push back a little bit because look, we said they were gonna make. They said they were gonna make changes. And kind of walk away from storylines. This was kind of a change to them walk away from the storyline. They realized it wasn't working. People weren't gravitating. Dean's going to leave the company anyway. So maybe they just figured, look, let's just put this back together and let it roll the way it is. And Dean is going to somehow get involved in this situation with Lesnar. Now, at WrestleMania, I don't know how he's going to get involved. on, And I don't know on which side. Because this could be a whole like setup for him to turn on Rollins and help... Lesnar retain the title or whatever, which of course would drive people insane. Yeah, that would and, be awful. And Rollins is trying to he, Rollins and and hey, it's amazing that Lesnar gets to sit on his ass and not come and do these promos and promote shit. At least Ronda is there. Yeah. For any of my complaints, Ronda is actually there. Whether she wrestles or not, she's there. And she heard the fans complaining when she first came on that she's not on all the Rawls. What the hell? And she didn't want to follow the pattern that Lesnar does. Lesnar gets to sit back at home and watch Heyman and Rollins carry his promo duties for him in anticipation of this WrestleMania, WrestleMania match. So it's incredible what he set though, up for himself. Every wrestler would wishes they could do the same. Sure. Like, like they talk shit. Seth Rollins says, oh, he's yeah, not yeah, here. You'd love to see that. He back, would yeah, love yeah. to have that schedule. And, and yeah. you know what? Brock has earned it to a certain degree. Yeah. I actually think... Hogan you know, never did that shit. But yes, but I honestly <laughs> I honestly believe that and Hogan wasn't there at every house show. Get the fuck out of here. I saw him on multiple house shows. In WCW he was like in no oh, house shows. Well, WCW, that's a whole other point. Yeah. He was, was already status by that point. <laughs> so was Brock Lesnar when he signed this <laughs> new contract. He'd been multiple time champions and 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 uh, crossed over into other sports and stuff. But I think one of the <laughs> yeah. I think one of the things that people complained about when it came to Big Show yeah. was that Big Show wasn't treated as an attraction, and that's why now in his career it's yeah. not as exciting when he comes back. True. I think they were smart about it with Brock Lesnar, and they have made him an attraction. Gotcha. So I actually that's think okay. I actually think it's better that he's not like, his appearance is not yeah. wasted because when he is there, it's a bigger deal. 
Yeah, and, and Heyman can carry him. Yes. He doesn't. And yeah. Heyman would carry him anyway, even if he was there. Exactly. It'd be Heyman leading the promo, so there you go. Exactly. And we'll see what happened with the Dean Ambrose thing. And, and he took on EC3 next. This Which was, was my most infuriating moment. Yeah, this night. was a weird, weird match, weird situation. I don't know why Ambrose defeats EC3. I don't know what the point of that was. And EC3, what are you, once again, here's a mess up. They're messing up this call up as well. EC3 came with all this pedigree. Yes, he wasn't an NXT champion when he came up, but he comes up with his pedigree. Why are you going to bring people up? You're going to have a job. It just doesn't, or lose rather. It just doesn't make sense to me. Yeah, you know, I, first of all, I think if it, this Dean Ambrose stuff is legit, yeah. which I still haven't really been able to confirm because no. he's so to himself. Yeah. If it's legit, I think it's them, it's WWE trying to make Dean happy. That, oh, I think that initially it was like, signed? hey, look, it, you're going to leave. We're going to have you lose to the new guys. We're going to have you get embarrassed by a girl. Like, we're going to. Yeah. Or you can play ball, sign with us, stay, and we won't make you wrestle the girl. Yeah. Cancel the intergender match. We won't have you lose to the NXT guys on yeah. your way out. So. Or they're just, they all know that we know he's on the way out and they're just fucking with everybody, which is what I really think it is. I think yeah. they're fucking with everybody because everyone knows he's on the way out and they're like trying to keep, you know, keep you guessing as to what's going to happen with Raw or with, with Dean Ambrose on the way out or whatever. But I agree with you that it, it just goes back to what we were talking about with Nicky mm. Ross. It's like you brought EC3 up, you played all these vignettes for him, you showed him standing around in silence in the background. Yeah. You finally debut him last week. Yep. You give him a huge freaking win over a former champion. Yeah. You that's like a real real push. Wins do matter to wrestling fans. Yeah. I don't care what Vince McMahon thinks. Wins and losses affect how people look at you. Yep. Like or it's not so much that it affects how people look at you, it's just that if you lose too many times, they're not going to be invested in you because they know you're going to lose or they think you're going to lose and that's why they don't get behind you, right. you know? Right. So I don't understand the 50 I, I shouldn't say understand. I understand. I'm getting the 50-50 booking is now like, oh well now they gotta have a rubber match, right, an elimination right. chamber on the pre-show or something like that. And it's just like no. Yeah. Like like you didn't this was not needed. Right. It was not needed. I agree. You didn't need to give Dean that, that win back one one week later. Yeah. Like EC three gains the world from that win. Yep. Dean gains Absolutely nothing from that win. And what's the point of professional wrestling if it isn't to – if you're going to leave a company, you put other people before you leave. That's kind of how it works. And also what's the point of wrestling is to make new stars. Yeah. You you make a new star by these things. Like there, there are very <laughs> – things that are ingrained in wrestling fans. Yeah. And we – you know, like seeing someone lose right away puts you in a certain category on, yeah. the, on the card. EC3 could have – could have been called up into the main event. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He could have been called up in the main event. He looks like it. He acts like yeah. it. It's just silly to me that that they're that they're already kind of using him in this way. It's like he's been he's wrestled. Tw- I, I, yeah, yeah, I really don't like. It. I really, really didn't like this. Segment. I agree with you. I agree with you. All right, let's move on. Bobby Roode and Chad Gable they took on the Revival. Oh look, the Revival finally became tag team champions. I, you know, people were done with the Roode Gable thing. Them coming out and the spin thing was interesting. I really thought the Revival was going to lose again because of how they promote this thing and how they came out, Gable and Roode, and how Gable and Roode wrestled. Gable did a lot of the work in this match against these guys, and in the end, he went for it one too many times off that uh, middle uh, rope, and he got smoked there and. Boom, the Revival win the title. I think a lot of people were happy about this. I actually enjoyed their post-match interview with Charlie. I thought that was good. By the way, Charlie, 
Man, Charlie is just doing it. Uh, I, I, she's fantastic. And yeah. I, I, I heard ESPN is like. She's on ESPN now. Yeah, she's on ESPN. So it's like this balance is really working out. I got to get on WWE. I got to get on ESPN. <laughs> anyway, so this kind of stuff was uh, uh, many weeks, many months in the making. And just like we said with Dean, maybe this is their way of making the revival happy as well to keep them in the uh, in the WWE. That's my guess as yeah, well. Yeah. You know, I mean, I think that um, I, I hope that at the end of the day they realize that like. I like Chad Gable a lot. Yeah, I actually think he and Bobby Roode have started to gel well as a team together at this point. Shockingly enough. But they're not the tag team champions. Like, it was such a forced thing, and it didn't get over like a Rusev day when it comes Mm -hmm. to a forced tag team. Um, And if you're going to say you're making changes, giving the Revival the tag team championships is a good uh, indicator of that, even if you're not actually going to make those changes. So... um, yeah, so I liked it. I thought the match was good. Mm-hmm. You know, they've been tweeting a bunch about how, like, they've been having these 40-minute matches on house shows and stuff. And mm-hmm. I, I liked seeing... Um, a sample of it. A sample of it. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Um, I it was great it, work for all, by, by all four guys. I got no complaints. Yeah. That's why I have the case that I do. <laughs> no, uh, on your computer, though. Oh, yeah, well. That's like my number one fear is spilling yeah. water on my computer. Like, or any kind of drink on my computer. I'm so scared that it's going to happen. Yeah. Um, Yeah. No, but the tag team titles thing, it it was the right call to make. I think that, like, I hope now that there's going to be a good feud, uh, a good tag team feud going to WrestleMania. Mm -hmm. It seems to me like we're getting Ryder and Hawkins versus the Revival at WrestleMania. Okay. And that's why they've been building up, like, and Ryder's finally going to, yeah, sorry, not Ryder. Kurt Hawkins Hawkins Mm -hmm. finally going to end his losing streak. Winning the tag team titles at WrestleMania and still plays into like the WWE guys versus wrestlers. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. So yeah. I, that's how I look at it. Like these guys have been WWE guys for twelve years. Right. You know, of course they beat the guys who think they're, you know, <laughs> Arn Anderson. You know, so I, I you don't I, think it'll be Gable and Rude as a rematch? No. Nah. Okay. They only because they the thing that the revival was angry about. Yeah. Was the fact that there aren't. Tag team feuds. Right. That was one of the big things. It wasn't just like them. It was like, hey, what are we here for if there aren't tag team feuds? If they're not tag team promos, if there's not tag team anything, why are we here? Yeah. So I think that they're going to get that now. They've given them the titles. And while they've been working on that. Yeah. They've been preparing their their opponents because who else? You think Bobby Roode and Gable are good enough? That's a good enough match for WrestleMania. I don't think Hawkins and Ryder are really. I no. Hell no. I think it's boring as hell, both those guys. I mean, Zack Ryder, when, when Zack Ryder won the Intercontinental Championship at WrestleMania, it was an awesome moment. Yeah, years ago, though. And that, shot, that was only a couple he, years ago. He talks about it. He says, like, he messed that whole thing up afterwards. And so it's like, okay, Second well. chance. Right. We'll see. I don't know if he has the I don't know if he has the impetus from the fans, though. I don't know. You don't I, think? So I don't think so. I don't. I don't. Or Hawkins. Like, it's a fun, like, sideshow, like Team B, B Team was. But I don't know if this is the thing they're looking for. There was a I moment. I think if you debut Owens and Zayn back together again. At like so at elimination chamber, somehow come back and they mess this whole thing up for the revival. That would be awesome. Then you've got revival versus Zat versus Owens and and uh, Zayn at WrestleMania. That's a tag team match for the title. Yeah, I just think that you know there Four was wrestlers. There was a point in time. The other two are wrestlers too. Yeah, Zack Ryder puts on fun matches when he's given an opportunity to. He does. He does. Um, and Kurt Hawkins is a good wrestler too when given they the opportunities. Are. Not they're not. That's not what they're being asked of. You know, right. In the past few years. But they don't radiate indie. Like, 
Owens and Zayn radiate indie. So do. But so just because you wrestle in indie style doesn't mean that you're a good wrestler. No, or no. Not. But I'm, I'm going along with what you just said. The WWE versus wrestler. Like the, that's what I mean. Like their storyline. This would kind of circumvent that story. They have four like like you know wrestler wrestlers in there. So. Zack Ryder and Kurt Hawkins are wrestlers wrestlers. I'm not saying they're not. You just did. No, I'm saying it's a different. It's a different approach, right? Like. It's just different. Like, those guys are wrestler-wrestlers, yes, and absolutely deserve all the credit in the world for what they've done and what they've accomplished. No, no, no. I mean, no, like, Kurt Hawkins. No shine off of them, but they don't radiate indie. They don't I have mean, that indie cred. And I think that's what would be interesting to watch Sami Zayn and Kevin, who radiate that indie cred, yeah, but versus uh, the revival. And maybe me just personally, but I don't necessarily care about the radiating indie cred, and I don't know that nobody in WWE cares about that. And, like, yeah. personally, I feel that's like sure. there's a reason Kurt Hawkins is there. The Hawkins has a wrestling school where he trains people. Mm-hmm. He trained MJF. I mean, he trains... Again, I'm not... He has indie sh- cred. Shine off these guys. But I'm he not- has indie cred. Okay. Zack Ryder would, too, if he hadn't been in WWE for 15 years, right. you know? Okay. Um, and there was a certain point where Zack Ryder was about as over as anyone else on the roster. He was. So I think and that And once again, they fumbled that. They did. The WWE, too. Absolutely. Yeah. And I think that... Um, Something organic happened, and they fumbled it. Yeah. Ab- absolutely. Um, but yeah, no, I, I actually think the fans would sue re- would, would big time Okay. be behind them and I think that ending the streak there would be a fun Wrestlemania moment you okay. don't think fair enough yeah I, I see your logic yeah. yeah probably could probably will be we'll see um, now let's get to the coup de gras, <laughs> okay. which is the end of the show here um Becky I'm sorry Be- yeah Becky comes out with a uh, uh, with Triple H and with uh, Stephanie and Becky does a pop, even after all these vignettes with Alexa Bliss, which was a weird little vignette, and Finn, and the Finn, right, which was cool. Like, they sh- they should have had the four horsewomen come up to her. I agree. They sh- or, sorry, Bailey and Sasha. Bailey and Sasha. At least Sasha, because I saw someone I follow named Danny who pointed out the fact that, you know, it would have been a good throwback to the NXT days yeah. if they had done, like, because if I recall, it was kind of like Sasha who... Kind of talked some like edge into mm-hmm. Becky Lynch mm-hmm. back in the day, so it would have been a nice throwback to like, and even look like the same scene yeah, yeah. from the NXT days when that happened. So, um, I thought for sure they should have had Sasha come up at one point and yeah. just kind of like say, because even when she came out, she was kind of not looking at Becky yeah. when she came out during her segment when Becky was still in the ring. Bailey did a little mini yeah. throw it up again, but Sasha wasn't really throwing up the four horsewomen thing. She was doing like her boss stuff, but yeah. she wasn't actually throwing the four horsewomen stuff. It would have been a nice moment if they had, if they had included her a little bit there. Yeah. Um, so they come out, they apologize. She apologizes eventually. Seems legitimate. So she's going to WrestleMania. Like you said, her fans are going crazy. It's going to happen. Then Vince comes out. Before and Vince. clumsy. Before Vince. Sure. Before we get into that. What do you think about Becky apologizing? What do you mean by like? Because I, I feel think like it was authentic. Of, no, I or the act. A lot of people felt like it wasn't smart to have Becky apologize because she's this rebellious figure. I saw right. people talking on Twitter about like, what you would you would never in a million years have seen Stone Cold apologize to Vince McMahon to get what he wanted. Oh, that's bullshit. Because I saw Stone Cold going with Vince McMahon against The Rock. So give me a break. And the invasion angle when he turned on the WWE. Well, you're going so. Don't give me well, that crap. But you're also going. Stone Cold has done a lot of selling out of himself. You're also passing the Vince McMahon. I, I, no, I get that. Of course, I'm talking about in the heyday of Vince of McMahon. And, but and Vince didn't also Steve say, Austin. "If you just apologize to me, you'll get your chance." But I'm saying, if he did, I, Stone yeah. Cold would have been like, "Okay, right." It would have been. They would have written it that he didn't have to apologize, and he would have been like, he would have had to gone through these gauntlet of matches and blah blah. Like they did with Daniel, because he would have been like, "Screw you," H, right. and then they were like, "Oh, screw me!" Now you got to beat the entire roster right. to get what you right. want. So I did. I, 
I, no, I do. I so like the apology, th- apology didn't bother you. Do, it didn't bother me because of what they've been doing with the character over the last few weeks, which is changing her into a face, and mm-hmm. so a face would apologize, and so that makes that's sense. Why I think they did it. I think so too. Yeah, and they made it work because the they, way really, they did. They really wanted to. Get, I I agree with you. Mm-hmm. I think that this was intended to be like, no, no, no. We fucked up on the heel yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Becky's number one face. She apologizes. That's what good people do. Yep. And our number one heel now is Charlotte Flair. And right. so I think that I agree with you that that's why they that's yeah. why they did the apology. At the end of the day, I don't think it was a bad thing because no, if you want her to be the number one face in the company, right. good people do apologize when they've done wrong. Yeah. So I think, and I brought that up at the beginning that it was like, why would a good person have a problem with overreacting or right. to apologizing for overreacting, right. especially when it got physical? Even yep. if that's your job, um, it's not. Stephanie's job. So, no. so um, that was why I, 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 I also didn't have a problem with the apology like some other people did. And it takes the shine. It, t- it does take a little bit of the shine off her rebellious nature. So you'll have to deal with that as it goes along. But she still did the right thing, and it was authentic. She wouldn't go. I'm, a, I'm sorry for your feelings being hurt. She said, I'm sorry I did this. Blah blah. blah. Because I think. Well, the bigger picture here is also what the fans look at is like, we're going to get this WrestleMania match now because she apologized, yeah. right? Uh, along with the storyline. And you can empathize with someone. You go like, okay, yeah. you know what? We've all had to apologize. We've all, yeah. we've all overreacted. Yeah. Like, we've all and had then bad moments. when Vince pulls it away, it's like, yeah. but she apologized. Right. She did what you guys said. And I think that's why I liked it so much. Did you like Vince did it? I really liked the yeah, Vince okay. now. Okay. I hated it. Okay. So let me get this straight. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I have said on here multiple times. Yes. I think the right call to make would have been Ronda Rousey versus mm-hmm. Becky Lynch because mm-hmm. I like to take risks. Mm-hmm. I think big risks equal big rewards sometimes. I agree. So me, I would do things a lot differently. But right, right now it feels like WWE is – not right now, the past few years. Because of the stock market, because they don't have competition, because of all these different reasons, they're all about playing it safe. They yep. know they play it safe. They don't make people angry, well, to a certain degree, but, like, they play it safe, um, and they don't have to worry about everything, yeah, you know? Yeah. And, and that seems to be where they're going with it. They don't care about, you know, having the most creative storyline. It's more about what's the safest storyline to get me down the line right. through all these pay-per-views. Right. So um, I understand them adding Charlotte in. Like, it didn't – it really didn't bother me like everybody else. I did think they should do Ronda Rousey versus Becky Lynch, but I honestly believe that, like – yeah. You know, you have mentioned on here yeah. that Ronda Rousey is green. Like, Ronda Rousey does need someone to carry her through matches sometimes. Right. And I believe that Becky Lynch is a great wrestler mm-hmm. um, who probably could carry Ronda Rousey through the main event. Not probably. She could. You don't know that. I do. You don't. Just like you don't know she couldn't. That's why I said probably. Well, I say definitely she could. <laughs> well, you can't say definitely because I haven't can, seen it. Because she has carried multiple pay-per-view events in matches. Main events? Yeah, the triple threat match with her, Sasha, and Charlotte. That was her carrying. She carried spots and She parts, carried the two of Parts them. of the match she carried. And other parts Charlotte carried. But, other parts Sasha carried. But, 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 you're, but, but, but you're pulling up a, th- a three-way where... They were all in the okay, match, sure. equally carrying their parts. I just think Becky's done enough years in this in this business that she, her headlining WrestleMania, she has earned it because of how this whole thing turned around. And you're, like you said, you're all about taking risks. You headline WrestleMania, 
Uh, a lot of people have headlined WrestleMania who've never headlined WrestleMania, who? including The Miz. Okay. He, so, well, like, he was green as F when he got in there. But look who he was in there He's with. He's better now. But look who he was in there with. Who, five, five moves Cena? What Cena's carried a bajillion main events yes, at pay-per-views. But if five and moves the Cena can do it, so can Becky, for God's sakes. And that's that's the thing. I think you miss – I think to well, me, but, I think you discredit this thing. If people are hungry for a shot, and they will do – and Becky has stepped up this whole time. She's rarely yes. – made a mistake this Agreed. whole time. And so for me, that lets me know she's ready to step up and take the shot. She was ready when she was going to face Ronda the first time around before Nia broke her nose irresponsibly. And so I think she's ready to step up and take the WrestleMania's thing. And Ronda has gotten better and better every pay-per-view. And so I would have liked to have seen that, including the Evolution match. That sold me back into the... Okay. The last pay-per-view was what? So, uh, oh, Royal Rumble. Royal Rumble. Right. Do you not remember your comments about Sasha Banks versus Ronda oh, Rousey? Oh, yeah. Well, that's that's chemistry thing. That was literally I her think, last but, big marquee match right, against right. someone who's on the same level uh, of Becky Lynch right. in terms of, like, skill. And people love that match. People said that was the best match she'd ever but done. You said it was right. the worst she had ever done. Right. But I also said to you that I re- when I rewatched it, because I texted you first, then I rewatched it, and I said, actually, it was a lot better than I thought it was. And so that's the thing at the end of the day. Yeah, we got to wrap up. Okay. A, i got to jump into another show. But that's the thing that I, I think at the end of the day is that I think Ronda was ready and Becky Ready. I hear what you're saying. Is there a possibility that Becky and Charlotte fight at Elimination Chamber for the shot at Ronda at WrestleMania? You don't think so? I think she's already earned it to Royal Rumble, so you think it's going to be a triple? Well, because she's suspended. I, I don't know how they're going to get there. How they yeah, I think, I, I think she horned Becky. It's how possible they that they do that. Yeah, no, that's okay. possible. But I, at the end of the day, it's going to be three way. There's no way in my mind. Okay. I was already pretty much dead set on it. I, I was pretty for sure mind that they weren't going one on one this whole time. I feel like I've alluded to that yeah. many a time on yeah. here. Um, so maybe that's also why I wasn't as surprised yeah. about the whole thing. Um, or yeah, I I I just think that there have been times when when a third person has been added into a match at WrestleMania. Sure, that created a legendary match. I know, but the way they're doing with Charlotte is not the right way. They they they're manufacturing her okay. as a heel. L- Becky was a Becky was an organic thing. She wanted to go heel. She did. Should all the fans react? The fans reacted. Support but the, her, but the, it's but not now, about Becky. This, this and is Ron, it's not about Becky and Charlotte, though. But this is redconning. Oh, she's too green, or oh, she she never had. Yeah, but you have to put your this business is, goggles on. I am, and those two sell. This triple threat would not will not sell at the level that Becky versus Ronda will sell. Mm. No fucking way, man. I'm sorry to cuss on your show, but no, <laughs> no you can no, cuss on anyway, you. I cuss I just, all the time. I just don't believe that this. Is, I think the fans are mad about this because the way it's been done, and I think they, that's that is true. Is. That is the part Ro- of it. It's the Roman Reigns thing. They feel like they're being. Charlotte's being shoved down the throat when Becky has surpassed Charlotte, but the- at least currently, and she doesn't have any, she doesn't need to be involved in this at all. And I get what Charlotte's doing. She's playing the heel. But she's it's not fair to say she doesn't even, she I doesn't even involved in it at all because Becky's been beating her for the last six months. Uh, while I understand what you're saying, it's not fair to point, it, it, we always talk about how like, oh, we wish we had these long storylines. They have been building this three-way up for a long time now. They started it where they clearly wanted this year's WrestleMania mm. to be Charlotte versus Ronda Rousey. Right, right, right. That was the plan when Ronda was coming in. Mm-hmm. They thought they were going to get that. They yep. were like, she's going to get us to a main event, yeah. a female main event. That's what we want. Mm-hmm. That's why her break is probably scheduled for after this because they were like, that was the plan. Get her to WrestleMania. Get to this WrestleMania. Charlotte. Ronda Rousey and there was this whirlwind that came in called Becky Lynch you know and Tornado Becky Lynch came and caused all this everything thrown out of whack but we're getting Becky Lynch in the match still so like I just feel like it's a cop out I just feel like 
I, you know, you can say what you want. I think it's a con. Ronda Rousey is a huge name. Yeah, so is Becky. Now. Charlotte has main evented multiple pay per views, and she's arguably the top, the top female wrestler in WWE. Nope. That's the man. No, I'm prior to, sorry, prior to Becky Lynch. Exactly. Prior to Becky Lynch. Yeah, but. You were somebody. You're not anybody anymore. But she is. No, Becky's the thing. But that doesn't mean, but you have to have, a, a, you have to have the villain. And Ronda Rousey, as much as you she think she's the villain, the villain Me. is not the villain. Millions of us think she's but the villain. But millions of people don't think she's the villain either. So you can't fuck all those millions of people who don't think she's the villain. I don't. Christian don't. Uh, a million, there's millions. Okay. There's more people who don't see Ronda Rousey as the villain than there are those who do. I'm going to put that up as a Twitter poll. I'm Please gonna, do. And see what the response is. Please do. It, I think that the hardcore fan base does yeah. see her that way. Right. And, then, and when people who aren't the hardcore fan base watch, they go... Why are people booing Ronda Rousey? Like she's one of the toughest people in WWE. She can literally kick the shit out of all these people. She's cool. She's she famous. Can. Oh, absolutely. So it's like I don't. There are a lot of people who do not see Ronda Rousey as the heel. So okay. you need a heel in the match. So they put Charlotte there because everyone was booing her anyways. Just said take ice and Advil, bitch. That's a heel thing to say. No, it's not. How is that a heelish thing to say? She called her the B word, son. That's Roman Reigns says the B word all the time. So does John Cena. So does ever. So so do so many faces. I've, I've never heard John Cena say the B word. Does he? I feel like I've heard him say the B. Maybe not John Cena. He veers into Roman homoph- Reigns says it all the time. He veers into homophobia territory. That's for sure. A little too much for my taste, John. But okay. like Let's, certainly Roman, Roman Reigns has done that all the time. You're right. You're right. There are good guys that yeah. say bitch all the time. Okay. It's the one word they're allowed to say. All right, but Roman doesn't come out with a big fake smile on her face as he walks down the ramp. Like that's the thing that I think they, he does. Just, it's incongruent. To me, but I get what you're saying. You may want to see that. I'm telling you because I don't want to blow up. I got to get on another show. I'm telling you <laughs> that I don't. By the way, we're friends. I hope nobody gets crazy about this. <laughs> Ryan and I love talking about this, but I just think it doesn't work if you don't have. It should be Be-le- Becky versus Ronda. Period. It period, should. Period, period. Period. But I understand the decision to not do it. <sighs> okay, fair enough. All right. Well, that's our raw <laughs> recap for the pro wrestling sheet. Thanks everybody who, who, who watched and listened this week uh, for this one. You know, we'll be back tomorrow with a SmackDown Live recap on the pro wrestling sheet. Now. Work as well. Ryan, you want to tell everybody where they can find us and read the stuff we do? You Pro, do. ProWrestlingSheet.com, YouTube.com slash C slash Wrestling Sheet. That's where all the videos that we do are. That's where you can watch the recap of uh, myself and Roka talking about all this. That's where you can watch the SmackDown mm-hmm. recap that he just mentioned. Uh, Wrestling Sheet Radio goes there as well. It's where myself uh, and my co-hosts all talk about the biggest stories of the week. Yep. And also um, just various other videos, news hits, press conference stuff. We've got... Um, you know, a video on Dave Batista uh, about Dave Batista and the fact that he's in talks with WWE right now to wrestle at WrestleMania, um, and another video uh, from the press conference that I was at in Las Vegas where uh, Cody Rhodes and Nick Jackson and Brandy Rhodes all talked about all the wrestling. So go check that out. Subscribe, like, comment helps me out a lot, and uh, go follow us on social media as well at Wrestling Sheet. Yeah, and at Ryan Satin, follow me at The Roca Says on Twitter and on Instagram. And uh, Dorian and I are working out the possibility of doing a review of Fighting With My Family. And there's rumors that Paige might be in studio on Collider Live, and Ryan may get a few minutes with her as well. So stay tuned for that later Hopefully on. Hopefully you didn't just jinx this it, week. Roca. I don't know. You never know. You know, I like to believe in things. These things we're working around. I don't talk about them beforehand. I get nervous that it's going to go away. <laughs> now WWE's going to watch and be like, uh, she's what? No. All right, let me, you can cut this. Part. No, it's okay. Yeah, I'm just all, right, all, right, all right, well, there you go. All right, thanks everybody for watching. We'll see you tomorrow for a SmackDown Live recap. Napa Know How. 
at Napa Auto Parts stores and Napa Auto Care centers. Get a $25 prepaid Visa card when you get any Napa automotive battery. It's the best deal for some of the best batteries from some of the best car people around. But we might be a little partial. Anywho, pick up any Napa automotive battery and save $25. Do it yourself or have it done for you. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. At participating Napa Auto Parts stores and Napa Auto Care centers. While supplies last. Offer ends 831 it's that little chico pit bull, Mr. 305, better said Mr. Worldwide, and I'm here to tell you about my new podcast, From Negative to Positive, brought to you by my friends over at State Farm. I believe that to have success, you got to play the game, so that the game doesn't play you. You know, the biggest risk you take is not taking one. It's very important that you make sure that you make the most out of your money, especially when it comes to insurance. State Farm offers surprisingly great rates. They have great agents standing by helping you personalize your coverage. All this is backed up by award-winning, easy-to-use technology. It's a great price with an even greater service. When you want the real deal, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.